Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. It's been forever in a day. I never, I never forgot the people, man. I never forgot the people. I love potting. I love potting so much that I have a very, 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 very game-changing special announcement to Don V Fridays. Changes were made. What's going on? Yourself to the people, please. What's going on, everybody? My name is Drift. I'm 22. I've been following Don V for a while and i uh always had kind of the same opinions on virginia tech football so i'm gonna be here just spitting back and forth with him talking about stuff uh we're gonna have a lot of fun and i'm just really happy to be here thanks don v for the opportunity not a problem man not a problem at all man it's it's uh it takes a man to admit sometimes your shortcomings and you need help and don v fridays was i it was an okay podcast with me by myself, but to put it over the top, I needed I needed to ask for help, and there's no problem with that. And uh, what was I about to say? And oh yeah, we still gonna be the kings of the underground. We ne- listen. We are the kings of the underground. Tell these people, man, shit yeah. ain't changing. Nothing changing. Not changing. We're doing the same thing. We're speaking everything real about Virginia Tech. If you don't like it, get out. If you like it, stay here. Keep yeah, listening. Get the fuck on, because we're gonna be spitting that realness. But uh, you know, you know, if we gotta pay bills, delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ain't nothing, ain't shit changed. eBay sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you are looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop a pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase. 
before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 and up, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. Where the rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by professional authenticators, a team of experienced sneaker authenticators. My English is fucked up. Verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with the sneakers details authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process it's free to sell sneakers a hundred dollars and up on ebay and thanks to ebay's authenticity guarantee verified returns make the transaction worry free with other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left. So ebay.com slash sneakers today. Go to eBay for that real deal, not that foo-foo. Remember that shit. And bet online. Bet on, shout outs to bet online, man. Bet online been rocking. Bet online been rocking with the podcast for a minute now. Shout outs to bet online. I hope y'all went through bet online when it was Super Bowl time. But once again, bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And remember, use the promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout. Bet online, your online sports book experts. I got my man Drift in the building, man. We had to chop it up. We was talking behind the scenes, man. And um, I think it was time that not only Don V Fridays came back, but we had to revamp. We had to we had to relaunch Don V Fridays and, and do this thing right, man. How you feeling, brother? I mean it, Yeah, I'm excited. What, I mean, I think what was I think the process be- like uh realizing okay, this this looked like something yeah take off so i mean like i said earlier when from my introduction i've been following for a real long time probably back in like episode 40 maybe 50 so it's been a couple years now that i've been i've been listening and the reason that i like this podcast is because it takes a different angle on like the school than most of the other podcasts do and like it gives you like a real a real like clear-cut view of like what virginia tech football is like you had a podcast you had an episode on here 
back in 2018 talking about how Fuente was not it. And we sitting here 2021, we still have Fuente as our coach and we still don't like him. Like you said this before, it's, mo- it's the most real podcast I've heard. So I was excited to be able to get the opportunity to come on here and do something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And I just want to have a fun with it and see where it goes and, you know, do a good job for Virginia Tech fans, give you guys some some ways to look at things maybe you not have known before I came. And what got you into Virginia Tech athletics? Did you ever go to college there or you just a fan of the program? Because people want to know, are they listening to alumni talk or yeah, a lifelong been... fan or what was the case there? I just I started being a fan of Virginia Tech when I was real little. I want to say maybe like five or six. I would just play like NCAA football and I started using them. And I was like, damn, this seems pretty dope. And then my parents took me, well, my mom did. My mom took me to the Orange Bowl in 2008. And I must have been, I was like nine at the time, maybe 10. And that was like my mm-hmm. first Virginia Tech game. And I was like, even though they lost, um, I, I love the team. And I remember just watching Tyrod Taylor. He was like my idol growing up. And um, I've always just – I like the way that they approached the game back then. They were such a defensive team, and they were just – they'd hit you in the fucking nose. They didn't care who you were. They didn't care how good you were. They were coming. They were knocking you out. And, like, that's the Virginia Tech that I love, not this other shit that we have right now. Oh, bullshit we got going on right now. That's that's dope. It's, it's crazy because you, you say, you know, like Tyrod Taylor was like your, your GOAT. But you know, I'm I'm from the peninsula. You know, Tyrod from Hampton. I'm from the Penus. I just said this shit a million times, and it's it's crazy seeing like one of my peers and somebody that I I grew up with him at the same time, and like I follow his whole career. It's just to hear somebody say that was like my like I was that's like my childhood goat, and I look at Tyrod. It's just like somebody from around the way. I guess it's different. Yeah, I mean, if- life. I right, I mean, for you, for you, it's a little different too, because you you had Vic and you were around for that. I mean, I was I was born when Vic was going off. I was like, that was when I was I didn't even understand what life was, and Vic was going crazy. So yeah. I I followed Vic more when he was in the NFL, and I always yeah. loved the fact that he was from Virginia Tech. But of course, yeah, like Vic, I was yeah, watching Vic Tech from my neighborhood. Yeah Vic, yeah, Vic Vic is from my neighborhood, like literal the same neighborhood. Man, shout out to the Vic family, man. Shout out to MV5, man. Shout out to shout out to Dwight Vick, man. Dwight Vick don't get enough love on this one. Shout out to That's Dwight right. Vick, man. Shout out Unk, man. Follow follow Unk, man. At, uh, what is shit? We'll plug it later. But uh, so so okay, so you grew up a fan. Um, and then I just like as I grew up, I just stayed with them, and I just. I don't know. I had this different I had this different outlook where I thought I thought Virginia Tech football and I hope it is. I hope Virginia Tech football is what it was in the 2000s where it's like they're that hard-hitting team that's going to go down to Miami even when Miami's good and it's going to beat them at like beat them up, you know, yeah. like they don't yeah. give a fuck who you are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good you are. You but now least, we you, like, you at like least going to use that ice tool at the very least. Right. I want them to get back to that. And that's what I've been trying to that's why I think this podcast does well is like that is the Virginia Tech that we all that we want. Yeah. And that's what we want back. How do you feel about being a king of the underground? Because this is we like we're gonna be on this podcast promoting like sneakers and C B D and you know, things of that nature. We're not gonna ever get <laughs> 
add that you know, you know, coming to this podcast as opposed to other podcasts, no shade. Shout out to them. Yeah, but we are the kings of the underground here. How does it feel to be like a king of the underground? Hey, I mean, you got to be a king of somewhere first. Fuck it, it's got to be the underground. You know, I'm here for it. It'll be fun. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's gonna be a good time. You ready for the uh? What's the word? Are you ready for the slander that's gonna come your way? Cause I mean, they can they can go ahead and hit me up as well as you. I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to hear them tell me why I'm wrong. At that man on Twitter, man. At at DriftVT. Let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. At DriftVT, he said all ladies that's higher than the eight. He hit them DMs, man. <laughs> All ladies lower than a six hit my DMs. I don't give a fuck about none of that dumb shit. Like, <laughs> I'll at least entertain the convo. Let me see the news, and then we'll go from there. But, man, this is a Virginia Tech-related podcast. Uh, some some coaching salaries came down, man. Shout out to Andy Bitter for hitting us with this nugget of news, man. What's the most shocking uh, out of all the assistant coach salaries that that came down, that that's public, what was the most shocking news that you got out of that? Well, I mean, obviously everybody's going to talk about Corn and how much he's making. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is making a little. He's making less than the defensive coordinator, which is how mm-hmm. it should be at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech should always be paying defensive coordinator more than the offensive coordinator. But I think the most, uh, uh, the one I'm looking at is is Vance Vice, and if he leaves, I'd understand why he leaves, because he's pumped some really good old linemen, and Darsaw is going to be a beast in the NFL, too, so I think the fact that he's only getting paid 300000 is a little whack. I think he should be getting paid more than that, especially since Tierlick is getting 400000 mm. so yeah, I think those are those are the two most shocking, Corn, because I don't like Corn, and Vance, because like, I like him, and he's not making enough. Well, the one thing that jumped out to me most was Jack Tyler making 135k before taxes. That's crazy. This man out here getting finesse, my boy. Jack Tyler, let me talk to you, my boy. Uh, 135k, you couldn't negotiate for at least 200 post-COVID cut check. Come on, man, man. Tracy Clays was out here getting a half a milli to do shit. I'm talking about every linebacker got worse under Tracy Clays, man. And Jack Tyler, who got to clean up Tracy Clays' mess, can't even get – what, he getting a third of what Tracy Clays – man, listen, Jack Tyler, let me holler at you, my boy. I know you love Virginia Tech. I know you played at Virginia Tech. You can't be doing that type of shit for the love, man. You got to get a bag too, man. Who advising you, my boy? They would have paid you what they need to pay you. If they gonna pay, they pay. But they, but they pay Jerry Kill. Didn't Jerry Kill get like a hundred thirty five? And he was there for like eight weeks. He might have got even more than that. And Jerry Kill saved our ass that year too. Shout out to our Lord and Savior Jerry Kill, saving these motherfuckers. Um, who, who you, would, uh, you would think too? You would think too that they would put more money into their linebackers, knowing Virginia Tech and like our linebacker history too. You would think that we put more money into that. Regardless Big of fact. who it is, Big like fact. If we we spend money on the defense. We got to spend more money on linebackers, and especially since our linebackers been playing like ass the past couple of years. 
Yeah. Well, I think in 20, 2019, at least uh, Rashard Ashby was balling. Then he regressed. And then yeah, it seemed like Dax, they all Dax was playing. Dax was playing better in 2019, too. Dax was playing good in 20. What was his freshman year? 18, 2017? 2018. 2018. That's when Dax was good. Dax been falling off. Shout out to Dax, man. Shout out to Dax. This ain't no shade, bro. But 2018, Dax was balling. And now, 2021, 20, Dax, he all right. Uh, oh, yeah. Daryl Tapp. We got to talk about Tapp leaving for the, my team, my pro team, the 49ers. Any, any people that lost Daryl Tapp as a D-line coach, I feel fucking sorry for you. He never stopped being my D-line coach. I'm a 49er fan. Uh, but how you feel about Daryl Tapp? I like I was uh, I wanted Daryl Tapp so bad to stay. I mean, I wanted him to go do his thing and make more money. So I don't really care. I mean, and honestly, like he was not really in a good situation at Tech either because we don't really have any like star defensive players that's gonna make him look better. So he got the chance to yeah. leave and fucking leave. But yeah, I wanted him to go back in the seven five seven and recruit. And I don't that, know. And let and let me say and let me just say. That Daryl Tapp su- supposed to be our seven five seven guy. Let me just say, and I'm from I'm from Newport News, Virginia. I say this shit every episode. It wasn't gonna fly, man. Daryl Tapp face card does not add up. So it's some people that can walk into a high school in the seven five seven, and they face card is enough to get. Everybody, fuck just the football players. They just say, "Oh, I know who that is." Yeah. Daryl Tap still got to explain who he is, what he what he is, and what he's done. Yep. And and, and shout out to Daryl Tap. He had a nice long NFL career. He played for the Seahawks and the Eagles and the Saints and I think the Lions. He, like that man's been around the league, but when it comes to like juice. That man ain't had no juice in that seven five, and he knew that. Right. You asking this man to compete against Dre Bly from UNC, now Zon Burton from Maryland. Zon Burton mm-hmm. fucking hates our asses. You got to compete against all these people with big clout in that seven five. Yup. And the only thing, and the only thing Tap can tell you is, I played in the NFL. That shit was not enough, man. Virginia Tech is dead on that side of the state. And for the fans that think, well, oh, well, we're better off. All right, man, because uh, 757 got a linebacker that's going first round, Jeremiah Wusu from Notre Dame. So there's still talent coming out that 7-5. So you cannot just disregard a talent-rich area of your home state. You just can't. So I don't know what the plan is going forward, but they got to do something. Let me ask you this: Who do you who do you think would be a good enough face card for the seven five seven from Virginia Tech? Because I was thinking like a, a Fuller, but I want to hear what you think. It would, but the, see, the thing about the Fullers is they're not from there either. They're from Maryland, you know. Yeah, that's but, true. Because when it when it comes to, to people from where I'm from, Southeast Virginia, you gotta know how to you gotta know our landscape and you gotta know how to talk our language and. That puts off a lot of fans from Southwest Virginia because they're like, oh, here they go again. But at the same time, that's just the way it is. 
The same way if you coach at Miami, it's a certain way you got to step through them neighborhoods. If you yep. coach at, if you coach at, I don't know, USC, it's a certain way you got to con conduct yourself through those Southern California areas. So it's the same way for the 7-5. And I, if D'Angelo Hall, and D'Angelo Hall does not fuck with his staff, it's on record. It's on, record. <laughs> it's on so, Twitter. Yeah, it's on record. But I think D. Hall, he has the clout, he has the accolades, and he knows how to step through them neighborhoods. I think D. Hall would have been perfect to counter Dre Bly, who, shout out to Dre Bly, and, to, uh, and Dre Bly is from the 7-5, and he knows the landscape. And, he's, and what I think a lot of Virginia Tech fans from other parts of the state don't realize is going to UNC and going to Virginia Tech it's pretty much the same thing to somebody where I'm from because Virginia Tech is like six hours yeah, so from that part of the state. And it's then UNC, close. yeah, and then UNC is like five, six hours. So we're not, it's not like we're, we're operating out of convenience here. Like, well, let, I don't want to go too far away from home. Either way, you're going far away from home. So, but there's some. Yeah. I feel like a lot of Virginia Tech fans don't understand either that like the reason that the seven five seven is so important to Virginia Tech is because like it the the players that really made Virginia Tech were all from the seven five seven. The people that made Virginia Tech an actual football school are all seven five seven players. That's something that you can't lose. And like you they're, can compete, they're willing to lose it. Yeah, that's the problem though. And like you can compete with Dre Bly at UNC or Zon Burden at Maryland, if you got the right guys, if you got, like, D'Angelo Hall, I'm fine if we lose some, because there's a lot of good players that come from the 757. I'm fine if we lose some of them, like, Travion Henderson, he goes to Ohio State, that's fine. But there's a lot of players, yeah, like, know, Tra Travion from the 804, though. He from, like, Yeah, Maryland. he, okay, yeah, he, he 804. But, like, Tristan Lay, Tristan Lay 757, ain't he? Or is he 804, too? No. No. He, yeah, he not 757. No. I'm blanking right now, but it's a big ass state. Yeah, I'm just talking about it. it's a big ass state with a lot of talent in it. But uh, yeah, no, no, I, but the point still remains. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talent that's walking out that front door. Not even if they ain't sneaking out, they walking out the front door. Uh, like I like I brought up Jeremiah Usu earlier. And he's from Bethel High School, the same high school that Ricky Walker went to, the same high school that Chris Ellis went to, the same high school that James Gale went to. And he's at Notre Dame. Like, how do you not have that same pipeline ready right. to go? Exactly. It's, 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 the sh it's the shit like that. And this kid is about to be probably the first linebacker taken in the draft. So Outside it's, of not, it's, it's not a, it's not a talent issue. And the kid got in at Notre Dame, so they can't say he's not smart enough because Notre Dame got strict grade requirements just like Tech does. So it yeah, just they, you just they watch talent strict, walk out the state and it's crazy. Yeah, it blows it blows me away. Okay, and then we and then we go down to Texas and spend all that time there for nothing. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Because I'm well documented about my thoughts, but how did you feel about the Texas the attempted Texas to VT movement. I, I didn't think, I never thought it was like real. I, I, did, I never did. Like even when they were committed, even when like, ne, like Neville, 
uh, yeah, committed, and mm-hmm. we had both of them for a minute. We had Didi and, and Neville. Davis. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. It really didn't. Like nothing was adding up. I didn't understand why. Like Neville never even visited Virginia Tech, and so I didn't. It really was get a it. lot of. It was a lot of hype. It was, it was a lot, lot of, of. It was a lot of hype, but it was like empty hype because it was like, is it really hype if it's just us hyping it? Nobody with any real clout got behind that movement when exactly like when like when when teams recruit well fans fans are fans they're gonna hype it but never nobody from espn okay there's something big going on the virginia tech nobody it never latched on nowhere it was just us like like hyping but it was more so like hoping than hyping that's what i thought it it felt real like you said, it never felt real. It just felt like some contrived shit. And then the bottom fell out, and we had no backup plan, and it killed our 21 cycle. Right. And they, like, like everything went out the door, and there was, like, a total recruitment pivot in, like, middle of middle of June. I remember in June, people were like, oh, we still got time. Like, we can we can pivot around. And I was like, nah, like, that was it. Yeah, I mean, we just wasted. Works. Yeah, we, you can't be doing that. You killed the cycle. <laughs> And at the same time, the reason that I, the worst part about it too is there was like all the Virginia Tech fans were like, "Oh, this is this is how we this is how we do it." Like, we get rid of the seven five seven, stop going there, and then now we'll just do it in Texas. And I, and then all the seven five seven recruits saw that shit. Like they were they were on Twitter too. They saw us. They saw people they talking about that. Saw that shit. And they were like, people... "That's how easy you want. That's how easy you want to go to something new." Then all right. Yeah. They didn't even pivot to North Carolina, Maryland, or Jersey, or Florida. They went to another time zone with the with the goofy shit. But I, 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 I done spoke on this shit. I done spoke on this shit for hours on this podcast. We did pick up a commit. Speaking of recruiting, Devin Furrell, he's he's listed as an athlete. I know he. I know he also plays basketball. He had offers from like Georgia Tech, Duke. You know. Uh, starting off 2022, it wasn't the biggest pickup. I'm not. I'm not gonna ever get up here and say the kid is good, bad, trash, whatever the case may be. It was just. It's a commitment. It's a warm body. We'll see down the road. How you feel about this pickup? Uh, I mean, the thing that jumps out to me at first is that he is listed as an athlete, but he's also listed as a dual quarterback, and he was recruited by Brad. So it looks like it looks like they want him as a quarterback. So I mean, I guess if he if he sticks, he sticks. If he don't, he don't. I mean, I've seen too many fucking decommits Virginia Tech to like ever be hyped about a recruit. Somehow, I'll, I'll, yeah. Once that, he signs, once he signs a quarterback, they can't ever retain. They can't ever retain no quarterbacks throughout their whole uh, shit. Not even retain eligibility. They, they don't even they don't even progress quarterbacks either. Like they don't even make quarterbacks better. In fact, they make quarterbacks worse, in my opinion. So how do you feel about? Uh, Cornelson's comments the other day when he said, "Um, you know, did you feel like he was taking a shot at Quincy Patterson and Hendon Hooker when he said, yeah, like I'm not surprised, you know, and quarterbacks, you know, need yeah. to stay at least three years uh, for the I, development. I think like, that's bullshit. About his comments? I think that's bullshit because like." Listen, they're they're doing the recruitment too, and they know when they give out scholarships, they know who's on scholarship, how long they're gonna be there. 
they have like an outlook on like where they think these players are going to be. And if you give scholarships and you think these players are all going to be in the same spot and you're going to have a problem, then that's your own fucking fault to begin with. So he's out here like, oh, yeah, it wasn't a surprise. But like you gave the scholarships. You wanted them to be there at the same time. Why did you get Braxton Burmeister if you thought it was going to cause a problem? We had Hooker on the roster. I thought it was stupid. And it just pissed them yeah. off even more. And like, I know Trey, I know Trey Turner's friends with Hennon Hooker. I mean, they've been friends for a while. And like, I feel like Trey Turner probably doesn't like it either. I mean, he didn't say anything about it, but I think it's just dumb yeah. to go out there and like put blame on somebody else when like, in reality, it's your fault. Big facts. And shout out to Trey Turner. Shout out to the 336 Greensboro, Winston Salem, that area in North Carolina, man. Shout out to all my dogs down there making that bread, getting to it. Everybody at AT, I see you. Uh everything going down in that 336, man. Shout out to the whole NC the VT movement. That's a movement that actually worked out. You know, shout out Mook Reynolds. Everybody from Greensboro, man. Listen, Don V Fridays, we love, respect, and cherish that 336, man. Yeah, and to just do what they did with with Hooker, I hated that yeah. all season long. I mean, I, I never yeah. understood it. He was by far the best quarterback they had on the roster, too. Yeah, this is how I felt about the, the Brad Cornelson comments. At first, I was kind of like, I didn't like the fact that he said that that he needs a quarterback, you know, at least three years. Because like you said, if there's no evidence of quarterbacks getting better year to year to year, in this offense for him to be saying, I need three years of this shit. But um, at first I felt like, well, maybe he was just speaking on the uh, the climate of, of college football because a lot of coaches do feel like, well, they're just going to leave. They're not playing, they're going to leave. But the more and more I seen, you know, people talk about it and then I seen Hendon Hooker tweet the quote, I'm not surprised. I'm like, okay, maybe he did take a shot. And this was beyond just a coach saying, okay, millennial players and Generation Z players just transfer when they're not playing. So, And we got a coaching staff that's world known for taking snipes at players and taking shots at players and subtweeting and hashtag tough stays and all. They're always taking little sad pot shots at players. So. I mean, it irritates me too that this coaching staff is like, you like Corn and Fuente are supposed to be quarterback whispers. They're supposed to be like, if you're gonna have friends with anybody on the team that you can trust, like it should be the quarterbacks. You shouldn't be like having quarterbacks transfer and then taking shots at them. Fuente is not a defensive guy, and like to lose that sort of relationship with your quarterbacks when they leave and disrespect them like that, I don't like that. Yeah, and then and then you got the fact that uh Gerard Evans left before it was time. Uh Josh Jackson left before it was time. Uh AJ Bush and the the list goes on and on. The only player to I guess exhaust his eligibility was Ryan Willis, who was the transfer. And he but, wasn't even but no no other quarterback exhausted their eligibility under Justin Fuente. And Ryan Willis played what, a season and a half? Yeah, and like he ended on the best of note season. So he also got worse in his second season too. Yeah, then there's that. You look at any quarterback that's really played in this system, and most of the time in their year two, they they play worse. 
Yeah, like, and maybe that, and maybe that's what Gerard Evans was trying to tell us. He was probably trying to pro- like pro- protect his draft stock or whatever, and and he had zero draft stock, and he still said I'm protected by draft stock. Yeah, what that's like that's crazy how you- shit is. <laughs> that man had zero chance in hell getting drafted, and he still said I ain't coming back. And and the fans wanted to say the man had bad grades. And his mama had 50 kids and all this other goofy ass shit instead of looking at uh instead of just looking at the facts that was already in front of him. But we gotta pay yeah. some more bills. We got to pay some more bills. Uh bet online. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Like I said, football is over. Tom Brady put the final stamp on that shit. Anybody that thought Tom Brady wasn't the GOAT and put their money on the Chiefs, I see your broke ass at the bank. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, and full swing. Bet online covers awards, TV show, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on Almost anything you can imagine. And online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Remember, the promo code is armchair. That's bet online. Your online sports book experts and also eBay sneakers. eBay eBay slash eBay.com slash sneakers. When when you want that real deal, authentic, you got you got authentic the authenticity guarantee. Your sneakers are inspected by professional independent. It don't work for eBay. They're independent. So you're getting the real deal here. Authenticators. They verify the box, the logo, the stitching, 
and dozens of other inspection points, each sneaker receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and is customized with the sneaker's details. Authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process. It's free to sell sneakers $100 and up on eBay. And thanks to eBay's authenticity guarantee, verified returns make the transaction worry-free. With sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. eBay.com slash sneakers. Once again, eBay.com slash sneakers. So we back. Uh, hopefully where y'all at is safe. Hopefully you motherfuckers don't live in Texas where people can't drive and people people got $5 roofs. Been seeing a lot of roofs cave in over the internet. <laughs> you been keeping up what's going on yeah. in Texas? Isn't that shit crazy? I mean, seeing like... We we both live in areas where we get snow and like to see mm. people's whole roofs come in and they Ooh. and like flooding and shit is ridiculous. They can't handle a little bit of snow, my boy. And, and shout out to the weather snobs. Shout out to all weather snobs. No matter where you live in the country, your region has weather snobs. So to my Floridians. Every hurricane season, they like to brag that they get hit with hurricanes. Yo, this ain't shit. What's a category three hurricane? <laughs> we get these shits all the goofballs. So then a non-Florida area gets devastated by a hurricane. And it's Floridians on a timeline like, oh, y'all, that ain't shit. That little bit of shit. Listen, Hurricane Isabel hit my house in 2003. I was without power for one month. I wouldn't wish that life on nobody. <laughs> yep. but then you always got some weak ass Florida nigga talking about, oh, oh man, Hurricane Kodak hit my house. I died. <laughs> some bullshit. Man, shut your lame ass up, man. But yeah, I mean, you, you hear, got the Floridians. Yeah, you hear that from people with snow too. Like up north, they talk yeah. about, oh, we get so much snow. That's not shit. That ain't shit. Nah, I live in Texas. I'm 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 from Southeast Virginia. It snows maybe once or twice a year. And anybody know anything about the seven five seven? It, it's a lot of transplants from New York, New Jersey, Philly, DC. A lot of military people from other places. Every time we get our one snow, this ain't shit. <laughs> I went to school in five miles of snow, and we still had to go because where I'm from, when it snows, nobody goes, nobody leaves the house. Ain't even worth leaving the house because we don't plow the streets. We don't. Yeah. It's not as much invested in snow removal like somewhere up north. So they just say stay at home. No school. No nothing. Everybody stay home. Everything shuts down. Washed, these old washed up New York niggas. Oh nah, man in the Bronx, man. We went to snow. We went to school in eight miles of snow. B. This man, shut your bitch ass up, man. Go get your ass back to the Bronx then. Yeah, lame it. Fuck all the weather snobs, the natural disaster snobs. Fuck that time when we had that earthquake and everybody in California was saying, "Oh, that ain't no earthquake." I I I sleep through it, man. Shut your lame ass up, man. Yeah, there's a reason you're not fucking living there. It's different yeah. everywhere you go. I mean, like my I remember 
you know, Florida gets no snow and my, my family lives down in Miami and they went up to like Orlando during January one year and it snowed one of the days they were there and they damn near freaked out. Like they went and bought boots and coats and shit cause they don't have none of that. And hey. imagine like everybody in Texas right now, they're probably running out buying like coats, boots, bunch of blankets and shit. And it's probably all going out of stock. They probably buying a bunch of guns too. Cause I, I just probably. feel like when any, when any kind of, National emergency happens in Texas. They just buy more guns. <laughs> it's true. It is true, though. They did that when the they did that when coronavirus started. Yeah, just buy more guns, man. Just rub some gun on it. It'll get better, man. It'll get better. Shout out there, shout man. Shout. Out. I got people down in Texas, man. Friends, stay up, my boy, with your cold ass. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. With your cold, non power having ass. But um, we was talking about this before the before we started recording, man. Top your top Instagram honeys, um, they can be male or female, whichever way our listeners swing. Listen, Don V Fridays, we are one hundred percent uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Open minded, and uh. Who's your top Instagram hoes? My, I mean, I would have to say number one, without a doubt, is probably Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Feel you got S O M M E R. Yeah. Oh, I'm up on that. My listen, it's Black History. I lust over like the man this month, but uh, yeah, Summer Ray. Who else? Ah, shit. Um. Let me see. You you go. You take the next one. Take the next one. Let me look around. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I, I got it. I had to. I I'm not supposed to lust over the white women, but Kylie Jenner. We gotta put some respect on Kylie Jenner's name, man. Uh, the whole Kardashian family. I know the Kardashians yeah. are hated, and the the Jenners and all that. And Kendall been ran through by the NBA. Shout out to Kendall for getting ran through by the NBA, but we got to put some respect on Kylie Jenner's name and just the whole Kardashian family because a great poet once said, Kardashian pussy so good, daddy went and got one. So we got to put some respect on Kylie Jenner's name. Okay, who's your next top Instagram model uh, slash host? All right. Well, there's there is like, let me see what's turning. I got I got pull it up right here. Uh, I say like Emma Char. Emma Char. Yeah, look her up. Emma E M M A A underscore C H A R. And this is a Nubian queen. This is mayonnaise Latino. Was it? I mean, she's probably mayonnaise. I'd say. (laughs) Okay. Listen. When it's not Black History Month, we respect our mayonnaise queens. But it's Black History Month. I mean, Kylie Jenner's mayonnaise, spicy, but mayonnaise. And we just show her love. So shout out to Emma Char. Uh, I guess I got the next pick. And we're going to put some respect on, on Jilly Anais' name. I think she's still with Deshaun Watson. Uh, Jilly is definitely bad. Like I say, if if you if you can be fucking Deshaun Watson in these times, uh, you, you you're definitely doing something right. 
in the world. Shout out to Deshaun Watson. About to get that trade to that 49ers. I, I need that in my life. Definitely. Um, but yeah, Jillian Nias, bad as hell. Follow her. Like I said, J-I-L-L-Y-A-N-A-I-S. Definitely one of the top hoes on Instagram. Like I said, back at NFL quarterback. So you know she's doing something good. Uh, Who you got next? I mean, I might switch it up a little bit. If we're talking NFL quarterbacks with wives, I gotta give I gotta give Russell Wilson a shout out. Ciara, yeah, probably her for my next one. Ciara, is, uh, shout out Ciara. I'm not gonna disrespect a Nubian queen on Black History Month. Uh, I, I remember back in the days. You're probably too young for this, but Ciara had a. Uh, there was a rumor going around that she was a hermaphrodite. Now, obviously, this is bullshit because she done had churn. She got kids. And uh, she doesn't have a penis. And uh, they said she had both. Like, she had a dick and a pussy. This was, <laughs> this was, this was before social media. Yeah. And this is where you could just make up shit about celebrities. But, uh, yeah, man. Shout out Sierra. She does not have a penis. She's given birth more than once. We 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 stand a black queen. Um, I'm gonna put some respect on Maria Gray XO, formerly known as Miss Murray Andrews. And yes, this is mayonnaise, and we're not supposed to praise mayonnaise on black history. But shout out to Maria Gray XO. She was thotting, and then she stopped and tried to become a painter or some shit. And then she realized that thought bag is just too easy. That thought, that thought, it's so easy to get into your thought bag and get a check. She started back thotting, man. She's putting out great thought content on the interwebs. Um, I feel like Maria, once you're in a real great exo, yes. I feel like once you're into the thought content as a as a female, hey. I feel like I feel like you can't really hey. get out. Listen, you gotta like. I I compare IG thought into drug dealing. Like once you made. A thousand dollars or five thousand dollars and three hours work, three hours time. It's hard to go back to working right five days a week for less money. Look, and more more time for less money. More effort more for less time money. For less money. I can get a quick flip. All I gotta do is show my ass on the internet. My people people get caught up and this is where People are trash because, you know, nobody wants the horror label, which is bullshit. So they end up having to, like, you're going to take less of a bag because of what motherfuckers on the internet think? Man, listen, mama, go get your money. Go get that OnlyFans bag. Go get your bag, man. Don't fuck your bag up over it. Not over the internet. You make your money on the internet, and that's it. Who you got next? Uh, this, could, this, could be the la- this could be the last round. Definitely Tom Brady's wife, hundred percent. I got, I gotta, I gotta stick with. I don't even know how to say her name, honestly. Giselle Boonchin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't know we was, you know, going to the trans area of Instagram, <laughs> but you know, shout out to Giselle, man. Shout out Giselle. Much love. We respect our trans women. You know, protect <laughs> trans women. Shout out Giselle. Boonchin. I didn't even know she was on the ground, but you know. He don't he, he doesn't tag her in anything. I wouldn't like, tag at her all. 
He's tiger and shit. He left old girl that was an iRobot for that. So, yeah. you know, shout out to everybody that's hitting boy button these days, man. Because the shit, like, so many rappers get caught up on boy butt that the shit got to be good. That, that That's 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 what I, and Tom Brady liked the shit. He been with her, what, 13 years? Yeah, so, some. They got long ass kids listen, now, some shit like that. Shout out to the trans queens <laughs> in this, in this <laughs> world. And last but not least, man, y'all already know how I get down, man. Shout out to our Lord and Savior Desi Gatto, the greatest Instagram model of all time. I stamped that. One of the few ones that's natural. She don't got the fucking high cheekbones. Her eyebrows don't look like she's saying huh at all times. It's her lips. It's her ass. It's her, her hips. Them her titties. Desi Gatto, our goat. Our Lord and Savior. And that pretty much wraps up this week's Don V Fridays, man. How'd you feel? Episode your episode one, man. How'd you how you feel? I feel I feel good. I feel it went real good. I'm excited. Real smooth, man. Welcome to the underground. This is how we do things on Don V Fridays. Uh, we don't keep doing it that way. Remember. Plug, plug your socials for the people so they can slander your ass. Yeah, if you want to come slander me, come to at DriftVT on Twitter and let me know what you think. Yeah, and, and and please do not ease up on the slander, man. Let his ass have it, man. Yeah. Y'all let you motherfuckers ain't got no problems letting me have it. Let his ass have it, man. Yeah, let his com- ass have it, please. <laughs> but that's it, man. We will see y'all on the next one. Oh yeah, podcast announcements. Like I say, we have new co-host. Uh, everything is gonna be everything, man. Shout out! I want to thank all my day ones. I want to thank all the Apple listeners that had to put up with the inconsistency, and I took a lot of L's, you know, trying to get my Apple people on track, but it's different. It's a, it's a new year, it's a new day, man. It, uh, my Apple, my Spotify people, I want to thank y'all for rocking. Shout out to all my listeners that used to hit me up like, yo, what a part at? Where at? And I didn't have shit for them. So, you know, this is my vow to do better by my, by our listeners. I'm apologizing. Drift don't got to apologize. I got to apologize, you know. But the problem is being, it has been addressed. And I'm a, it's a new day. That's all I'm gonna say, man. You got anything left to say for the people? Uh, just letting you guys know that we're gonna be we're gonna be giving a lot of good content, and it's gonna be real consistent. So I hope y'all like it. Very consistent, man. See y'all asses next week, man. God bless. <laughs>